Welcome to the Non-Gendered Fitness Podcast, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Non-Gendered Fitness, the home of queer fitness and health, previously known as Fearless Movement Collective. Now here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 81. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we will be wrapping it up for the year. We're going to be recapping on some of the highlights and takeaways from a few of the most popular episodes of the year. Because there have been some standout episodes that I've seen folks have really liked, especially in the past few months. And I'm so happy (laughs) that... Since I began this podcast that I've been able to share what I know along with a lot of my opinions (laughs) about being non-binary and supporting trans and gender diverse folks in the community, whether it's here in Melbourne, where I am, across Australia, or even around the world, because that's where you all are. And that is so flippin' awesome. I want to thank you for following me and listening to the show. I was not going to lie, when I first started the show, I wasn't expecting too many people to want to listen to it. So it's been really awesome to have so many folks from all over pop in and have a listen to like heaps of my episodes. I'm stoked. I never expected that. <laughs> and I really hope that I've been able to help you out with wherever you're at in your transition or gender exploration. You are amazing And I really am grateful for your support. And I just want you to know that wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, if you're feeling good about it, then it is perfect for you. That is all that matters. Now, (laughs) i got to say that this year's most popular episode, which I'm straight in here, hands down, has been episode 69. How do I know if I am non-binary? Because how the plop do you know, right? (laughs) I I totally get why this episode has been so popular because it can be such a challenge knowing how to express how you feel about yourself when you can't quite place where you may be within the gender spectrum or outside of the gender spectrum. And on top of that, there are so many folks out there talking about how to be non-binary And the truth is, there is just not one way to do it. It is not just about how you look outwardly. It's not just about, you know, being that stereotypical androgynous presenting person. That's a very one-sided view or perception of what it means to be non-binary. And it goes so much more deeper than that. And I know I certainly haven't followed what are seen as typical pathways to express myself and my gender identity as someone who is non-binary. And even though I have no desire to follow medical avenues within my transition, I am still valid in my identity. And that goes for any person out there in how they are deciding to express who they are and identify. You see, we are not 
who we are based on our looks or any external presentation about our bodies. Our gender identity is about who we know that we feel we are inside. And this can be confusing. <laughs> I know I learned this lesson the hard way, thinking that being non-binary was all about androgyny. This is when I first came into the space because that was a lot of what the information was around there. It was all about looking as androgynous as, androgynous as possible. And I thought for myself, it's like, okay, I'm going to get rid of my name because that's the suckiest name I've ever heard. I never liked it. <laughs> Though, to be honest, until I came out as non-binary, never thought about changing it because, I don't know, apparently it just didn't occur to me. Anyway, <laughs> when I finally did change my name, I thought that I was going to absolutely and completely be me when I saw Bowie written on all of my legal documentation. But in reality, it did not change one thing about how I felt about myself. And that was a hard lesson. <laughs> I, got, I got pretty down about that. And it really took taking a much deeper look at how I viewed myself and unlearning a whole lot of toxic shit around gender to get to where I am right now, to understand what non-binary meant for me, that it wasn't about being one specific way, but more about understanding how I wanted to see myself and feel about myself. Because people do place a lot of weight on fitting in to the perceived gender norms. And it's because this is a view that is pushed by a majority of the population who happen to be cisgendered and heterosexual. <laughs> so it's hard to figure out how, as a non-binary person, we can fit into these spaces because if we're not within that, you know, defined gender spectrum, where are we? Where do we go? How do we align ourselves in these spaces while still maintaining our integrity as someone who is non-binary, whatever that means for us? So I want you to know, friend, that you belong wherever that may be. You might be a non-binary person who is AFAB and happens to feel very comfortable fitting into women's spaces. That does not make you any less non-binary. It does not make you a woman. But if you feel comfortable in those spaces, then that is perfect. Utilize that. And the same if you are someone who is AMAB and you feel very amazing in your gender expression as you are as someone who is non-binary, but you still feel totally okay being in spaces that would be defined as men's spaces, that is valid. You don't have to remove yourself from gendered spaces to be non-binary because that's not what it's about. It's about how you can feel good about you regardless of where you are and not feeling like you're trapped into having to conform to these popular perceptions of gender because you don't but it doesn't mean you have to avoid them as well because you are still valid in your identity and let's face it most of us spend all of our days associating with people who are cisgendered but that doesn't make who we are any less and it doesn't make it any less valid to be non-binary if you associate with a lot of cisgendered people there's nothing wrong with that it's going to happen because a lot of people are cisgendered so just feel good in your identity wherever you are showing up, however you are showing up, and know that it doesn't matter what space you feel comfortable in. It doesn't make you any less non-binary. 
Now, our second most popular episode this year was episode 70, using training to present more masculine. Again, totally get it. So many of the folks that we train are looking to present more masculine so that they can present in a way that helps them feel better in their identity, whether they are non-binary, when they, whether they are someone who is transmasculine. And training is a great way to build your physique. It, it really is, as well as support your body in general and your mind. And there's really no losing when it comes to getting active. If, big if there, if you're supported properly and respected in the space where you're getting active. Now, another great thing about using training to change how your body looks is that it can be a great non-medical avenue for your transition because there's no pathologizing of your identity. There's no gatekeeping. There's no wait lists when it comes to moving your body. It is really fucking accessible and it's not going to make out like your identity, however it may be, is an issue because it's not. And any trainer out there who tries to tell you otherwise or tries to say that you know it's important to know your assigned sex before they can train you just don't have a fucking clue so just know that that's that you don't need to be disclosing those things with someone when you're training with them for you to be able to get a safe and effective program for you to use to help you get the outcomes that you want when it comes to being active you don't need someone's permission to train and Let's face it, when it comes to transitioning in any of the ways we may choose a transition, whether it's even changing our clothes, changing our names, changing our hairstyles, let alone those medical avenues where it becomes so much harder, a lot of those steps along the way still require some sort of, uh, I guess, requests. I know changing your name is a process for me. Changing, I, I live in a totally different state in Australia to where I was born. So I had to request that I get my name changed based on the state where I was born. It couldn't be with the state I live now. So it was a whole lot of, it was a whole lot of paperwork and faffing about, I tell you what. But even changing our dress styles, you know, seeking approval from our families and or our, our hairstyles. Again, you know, seeking approval from those people around us to accept us as we are expressing in those ways. It's, it's all bullshit and it's all gatekeeping, regardless of the form that it takes and with who is supposedly the one giving us permission to be ourselves and accepting us based on their own opinions. So... Just know that training is a way you can start to affirm who you are without the need for asking permission from anyone. You can you can fucking rock it. And it's such an empowering practice because you get to be in complete control of what you do and of how your body can look. And I know that I've found training to be a big one and one of the most life-changing practices that I've ever done. And I honestly don't know where I'd be right now if I hadn't started taking the time to pay attention to my body and learning how to care for it. And when I did this, I actually realized that I wanted to care for my body. I know it can be hard when we're looking a way that we don't feel comfortable to and we're hoping that we want to look different that it becomes harder to take care of ourselves and our bodies but honestly if we don't care for the body 
we have, then we don't get the chance to try any of the other transition pathways that may be possible for us. And that's really important to keep in mind because there are always choices, there are always options, and just know that. Now, our third most popular episode for this year is tied pretty closely to the second one that I was just talking about with using training to present more masculine. Because lucky number three of this episode is a, uh, number 67. <laughs> can training reduce my chest size? Because it can. Yes, it definitely can. But it is highly dependent on the amount of chest tissue that you may have. Because some folks may have more than others. So this will influence the changes that you will experience. But... Overall, if you begin training and reducing the amount of body fat that you have, then you're going to reduce your chest size because a lot of our chest is just made up of fatty tissue. And I know training had a huge impact on my chest size. Accidentally, it was never my intention at the time when I started training. It was not what I was focusing on, but it became a pretty freaking awesome side effect for me. <laughs> and the more muscle I developed and the leaner I became, the smaller my chest got. And... Now, I was, I was a double D uh, bra when I began training. I, I couldn't tell you what my official size is now because I don't wear those types of bras. I wear sports crops and they don't come in those sizes. I think I'm, I don't know, like a medium or a small. I think I'm a small. I don't know. Anyway, I wear one that's tight and flattens my chest out to a way that makes me feel good <laughs> without being uncomfortable and without causing my body any damage. And for me, that's been amazing. And it was a really unintentional but awesome outcome from training that has been really affirming as I've further explored my gender identity and realized how I want to present and yes now I know this <laughs> and now you know this too so we're all winning <laughs> now it does take time this is not a quick change because our bodies don't change quickly in general any rapid change we make in our body is never sustainable so be mindful of that when it comes to being active especially. Change takes time and change that takes time is sustainable and change that takes time is safe for us and it is healthy for us. As in, it's not going to cause our body damage by doing it because we're doing it in a way that our body has time to adapt and it's not generally based on an extreme practice. Anytime that you're rapidly like changing the size of your body, it's got so much to do with an extreme practice, often dieting. Um, <laughs> don't do that. No, there's a way that you can do it safely. It does take time and it takes patience. That's the one thing with training. It's not a it's not a fast method to change things. Even if you're using training to present more masculine and build muscle, that shit takes time. Like, I've been training for over eight years now to look the way that I look. I mean, it's also based on the style of training that I do, focusing a lot on kettlebell training, which doesn't build bulk, like a lot of lean muscle mass and, and a lot of strength. And for me, that's my jam. That's what I enjoy. But this hasn't been a quick process. I didn't just look like this overnight. I look, I have looked like this because of the years of training and the time and effort that I've put into working towards this. So anytime you're training, 
just know it takes time and that is okay. Get comfortable with that. Start to enjoy the experience and not just focus on that end. I just want to look like this at the end of the day because that, that can be a long way off and that can be really disheartening. It can take a long time and changes, you don't see them quickly. So small steps, just work at it and you can make those changes happen in your life. You can make those happen. Those changes happen to your body. So just patience, friend. It's the one thing I've learned. <laughs> now, I know there are folks out there who are not comfortable with their chests, even if they would be smaller. And this is totally valid. I train folks that are using training to make their chest smaller in preparation for top surgery, as well as folks who just want to make their chest smaller because that's where they want to be at and not get top surgery. And training is a great way to prepare your body for any medical avenues that you may be seeking as well. There were a bunch of other episodes where I talked about these things. If you want to go and explore my growing library of podcast episodes, wherever you're listening to this episode, that's where you're going to be able to find them. You can learn about all different sorts of things. I have done a bunch of episodes this year, friends, like 81 of them now. I'm a little high five myself. Yes. (laughs) Pretty stoked about that. (laughs) And I hope that you've been able to gain some insights from the ones that I have put out there over the last two years now for you. And I'd love to hear which episodes you enjoyed the most and also what other topics you would love to hear next year. That's what I'm all about right now. Friends, if you have something that you really want to know about, reach out. I would be so happy to talk about that and answer any questions that you have. I would love it. I want to help you out any way I can. So if you have those specific questions, feel really good about that. You can message me on Instagram. You can go to Non-Gender Fitness and shoot a message there. It's probably the easiest way to get in touch but you can also message us through the website as well. Or you can even go to uh, my uh, No TNB uh, profile on Instagram as well. And you can direct message me there if you don't want to talk to non-gender fitness because you could get Zay or me. But if it's a question for me, I will answer. <laughs> Regardless, what I'm saying in a very convoluted way is I want you to tell me what you want to hear about. And I want to answer your questions for next year. So give me a shout, friends. <sighs> Yes. Again, I want to thank you for just being part of the podcast by coming in every week and listening to my shows, for sharing with me, for reaching out and sending me messages on Instagram, just telling me how much you're enjoying the show or how helpful episodes have been for you. I love that. It is the whole reason that I'm doing this because I want to do what I can to help you feel great about you where you're at with the choices you're making and I want you to feel supported and I hope this show is doing that for you and I'm super grateful I'm super grateful to have you listening and being interested in my show so thank you friend thank you so much we're going to be back in January 2022 non-gender fitness we're officially taking our first holiday in five and a half years since we started running and training folks and doing all the things that we do we're taking a month off we need to chill the fuck out because it's been an intense couple years 
for all of us. <laughs> so Zay and I are taking some time off and we're going to be back in January 2022. So you can check us out then. As I said, in the meantime, if you want to shoot us a question that you want answered for the coming episodes next year, please feel really good about that. Now you can find all the details for today's show in the show notes. If you're enjoying the show or you have a particular episode that you're enjoying, I would love for you to share it with other people. The more people who can find ways that they can support themselves and feel good about who they are, the better. That is the whole reason this show is here. So if you think that someone could get benefit from one of my episodes, please share that. I We can all work together to help each other. If you have any questions about this episode or you want to learn more about how we can support you, you can go to our website www.nongenderfitness.com and send us a message there. Even though we're on holiday, if you want to try out uh, some training with us, you want to reach out, we're still going to be talking to you. We're not blanking everyone here. <laughs> we're just taking a break from training. That's all. So you can still jump into our free trial. You can try it out or you can jump in and just hop onto one of our programs and begin training with us. We are not stopping any of that. You are still welcome to try out any sort of training or talk to us if you would like. If you don't feel like going to our website... You can find us on social media, on Facebook at Non-Gendered Fitness and Instagram, where we're most active. Uh, my profile, bowie at the.no.t.nb or Non-Gendered Fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness. Yes. Until next year, friend, do what you need to do to take care of you. You are flipping awesome in every way. And I am super grateful for your support and for joining me every week. Thank you so much. Have a rad as day, pal. <laughs>